0: This is CliffCentral.com. Living it up with me, Lerat Oshavala, is brought to you by Taylor Blinds and Shutters. With a shout out to all those of you who love sophistication, like me, and elegant, like me, while living it up, like me. <laughs> uh, knowing safety is covered because that's what happens. It's quite odd that uh the show was sponsored by uh Taylor Blinds and, and Shutters. Let me tell you why. So, about... A year ago, I moved into a new place, and for the first time in my life, I was renting uh, because I'm trying to decide what to do, what to get next with my life, property-wise. I had these, what I thought were okay, beautiful blinds that I found in the house that I was renting, They wooden blinds. I was waiting for my landlord to kind of fix you guys know those things that hang on the blind that you ch- pull to kind of fix those things put a little nice thing around them and then I was going to invite people over to dinner this is a true story so I tell my boyfriend look we've got to wait until this guy uh, sorts out these strings that are loose uh, we also have a four year old in the house who stays with us over the weekend and he was pulling the stuff and I thought like once it's nice and tidy we can invite people landlord says okay I'm going to bring somebody to sort out other things in the house, including the blinds. Me, I'm thinking that this guy is just going to sort it out. When I say sort it out, people, I literally, I meant like, Just tidy the strings. He decides, no, 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 no. The blinds are not nice. He's going to change them. Now, men all over the world, I know some of you have great, great taste. We see it. But some of you need guidance, whether it's from your wife or your sister or tailor Blinds. But ask somebody who actually can help you. Anyway, this guy changes the blinds. I text my boyfriend, he's at home while this is happening and I'm at work. And I say to him, please text me and show me a picture of what the blinds are like. He says to me, pause, he says, oh, you're not going to like it. And I said to him, no, he sends me the pictures and it looks like an office block. He has put the worst blinds you can imagine. You know, those blinds that fold the the, 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 office block ones, the, the ones that just don't add to the house. And I've got a very specific, uh, look and feel about myself. You guys have seen me. By the way, if you haven't, why don't you follow me? It's at Lerate TJ on Instagram and on Twitter. It's at Lerate Shabalala on, uh, Facebook. And yeah, cause I've got to plug myself. Come on. I've been so miserable. And look, I can't change it. He he actually uh, called me the next day, my landlord, and said, what do you think of the blinds? And I thought, Jesus, that's like somebody doing plastic surgery on you and then saying, what do you think of the job when it's already botched? So (laughs) I said to him, they're fine. And I thought, I'm going to live with these blinds for the rest of my life. But unlike me, you don't have to. What I should have done is actually... Look, Teller Blinds was not in my life by then. But if they were in my life, I would have said to him, how about, how about, just look at these wonderful selection of fabrics, of shutters, of blinds that they have. Like, oh my goodness, that would have made all the difference in my life. But that did not happen. The reason why I, I, I would have used and still will, in fact, one of the things I said to Teller Blinds, I said to them, You guys have got to fix this for me. So in a year, we've got to go back and look at my house. And I'll be like, see, they fixed it for me. Because right now, I don't think we'll ever invite people again for dinner. Yeah, sorry, boyfriend. I told you that we wouldn't. But with those blinds, babe, I can't. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. There's absolutely no way. So listen, Telebans has been around for 60 years, right? So I think I'm in good hands. They say they have over 80 uh, fabrics that I can choose from. Um, So my next house, they've got to kit it out because this has left a very bad, bad taste in my mouth. Today's show, I'm looking forward to talking to a very seasoned gentleman who actually started his business in Joburg and then moved uh, to Stellenbosch in Cape Town. So I'm going to be uh, talking to him in a little bit. But I want to basically tell you guys about the next couple of weeks on Living It Up. As usual, we're going to be talking design. We're going to be talking homes. We're going to be talking interiors. We're going to be talking architects, you know, and, and and I think that it's all about, as you guys know, it's all about basically making sure that you, your house matches your style. If you have kids, how do you turn a house into, I mean, a room into a nursery? How do you move a nursery into a room that is applicable for a tween? or a toddler. So those are the things that we're going to be talking about. How do you uh, measure the light in your bedroom? Uh, How do you make sure it's sexy? So it's all those things. It's going to be a a fantastic show. And let me tell you something. Today we're going to help you uh, with your hands clear figure out your style everybody wants to know what's my personal style how do you merge uh especially when you move in with somebody like me and my boyfriend how do you take a, a, a girly style and a very masculine style and bring them all together and make them work so those are the topics we'll be uh, talking about and i know look it's cold so i'm going to make sure that i keep you warm that you feel like oh my gosh it's going to be a, a warm and wonderful time and also remember living it up is not necessarily about buying the most expensive thing. Throughout uh, the next couple of weeks, we'll be—I'll be taking you through different products, stores that you can use. So don't look at the show and don't listen to to what we're saying and think, "Oh, I can't afford it." Actually, open your mind to what you can do around your home, around your house, and some of the solutions, especially if you care about the. Um, environment. We're going to be talking a lot about that, uh, this year. I mean, as you know, not everybody's Donald Trump. Not everybody thinks that global warming is not real. I mean, it now rains, uh, in Joburg in the winter and it never used to do that. So whether it's making sure that the, the materials you use around the house, uh, you know, uh, ecologically sound, uh, or whether that you retain heat in your home, th- that kind of stuff. We're going to be doing a lot of that uh, sort of talking this coming season. First of all, let me just say I am so excited to be back. I've I've missed being around the mic. M- the podcast has kept I know many of you alive, and I'm I'm grateful for people who have downloaded the the podcast and said to me, "Come back. We need more of we need more of this." So much love and respect to you guys. Remember, you can find us live and direct on Cliff Central every Thursday uh, and you can always follow us at cliffcentral.com. Let me just remind you that what's a window or a doorway before it's introduced to Taylor Blinds Shutters, We'll never know because we're obsessed with 60 years of high-end quality shutters and window blinds tailor-made to suit your style, taste, mood, and needs. Honey, I'm going to be talking to the one and only Johan Slayer about his business, about architecture, about his brand, and giving you advice about how to figure out your own style. This is Living It Up With Me, Lerato Shabalala and direct on Cliff Central. Just to remind you once again that this uh, show is brought to you by Taylor, Blinds, and Shutters. Now this guy, this this gentleman that's about to join me on the line, he I, I, I'm so upset with him because he couldn't be in Joburg with me, but now I'm going to hold him for ransom to to, to get me a glass of wine when I'm in Cape Town uh, next. He is a nine-time South African Institute of Architects winner. I, I, I'm so excited to be talking. King to Slayer and co-architects uh, Johan Slayer. How are you Johan?
1: I'm fine. thank you. Thanks for calling or thanks for talking to me, That's <laughs>
0: great. So, Johan, you started in Joburg and then you moved about 10 years ago to Stellenbosch to settle your business there. What sort of precipitated the move? Why? Why don't you like us? Why did you move?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, I, I had a fantastic practice in Johannesburg and I love Johannesburg. We had fantastic time there. But as you know, I'm, 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 I do mainly residential work and I've been doing people's houses in the holiday homes for ages now. Yes. And, I, and I've and i been commuting to Cape Town to do all these wonderful places on the sea. No, I can imagine,
0: Johan, that actually when you were going to see those people's houses in Cape Town, that you were sort of looking and, and thinking to yourself, I should live here. I love the peace. I love the tranquility. That I is, lived. That is, is, is exactly that is, what happened, yeah. right?
1: That is exactly what happened. We had a wonderful life up there, and um, I just said to my wife, "Listen, I want to experience these mountains. I want to have a green winter."
0: Yes. And, um
1: and we lifted everything up and settled down here, and she said that. Um, I'm not swapping one city for another. So we came and we lived in the little door in Stellenbosch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's yeah. really yeah. really beautiful there. And you have my dream life. Can I tell you why you have my dream life? Because you live between yeah. South Africa and France. And I'm just, I yeah, tried well, very hard <laughs> when I was reading your bio about you painting and, and we'll talk about the different perspective and, and point of views from the different countries. But yes.
1: how, how did yes. you
0: end up finding a place in, in France? I mean, how, how did that happen?
1: We've got friends that's got a place there and we went visiting one year and, um, we just fell in love with the place. It's a little medieval town and we, asked around and there was a place for sale and we bought it and, and it's the best thing that we've ever done. You know, it's an unbelievable experience. And um, yeah, so that's part of our life now.
0: H- how do you pronounce it? Is it Avrenier? How do you pronounce it? Sorry, my French is... Uh... It,
1: it, the place is called Charreau. The little town's name. Yeah. And the area is in um, Auvergne. Ouvert. So that I always say it's, it. Yeah, I, I always say it's Carolina in <laughs> France. <laughs> it's really a little, 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 little. Oh wow!
0: I've been to uh, France three times. I've been to Lyon. I've been to Monaco, and and obviously the city of lights itself, Paris. Yes. But I, I I think part of the allure of France was the the the, the, the late sunsets in the in the summer. I mean, at ten thirty, you still you know you have Sunlight? Is it, the, is it sort of the same no, out it's unbelievable.
1: the Unbelievable. My yeah. wife just came back. So, and um, yeah, it's half past seven, it's still night here. And then I, I would know. call her and she says, Well, I've already been on the bicycle and it's. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a bit of an adaptation. You don't have that in Johannesburg. No, not so, at all.
0: Not at yeah, all. The
1: time, time is not. It's not that different. But the wonderful thing about it, it's a challenge. The language is a challenge, and you know. So, but that's great. It's it's new stuff, you know. And I think one should always explore and get involved with something like you know, a little bit of a challenge.
0: Exactly, exactly. Now, I know yeah. you have worked with Taylor Blinds uh, for quite some time now. And I mean, they've been around for 60 years and uh, your business was established in 1986. So you've collaborated with them uh, for a long time. What I wanted to get into, first of all, because you are known for architecture. I watch different shows like Grand Designs. I am a huge fan of um Ghana's uh, David ajaye You know, he did the Museum of uh, uh, yeah, Modern yeah. Art in uh, Chicago. And and I look at Ghana's vernacular language you understand it you know what i mean you know the look and feel of ghana's um Heritage. Essentially, you learn through its architecture about its people. So, how do you define yeah. sort of the vernacular uh, language of of buildings in South Africa? When we have Cape Dutch influences, when we have uh, African influences, and we have European Anglo Saxon influences, how do you how yeah. do you define that? Because I know that uh, the the vernacular local. Um, forms are very important to you. So how would you define South Africa's?
1: Yeah. Well, I've, I've always been drawn to an honest, clever, and simple design.
0: Mm. You know,
1: and if you look at our vernacular, and actually everybody's own vernacular, the first things built were honest structures. You know, they would... Mm. The spaces would be determined by the length of the poles they could get, you know, and things like that. And the walls are built with stone because they could quarry it on the property, you know, that type of thing. I'm drawn to the simplicity of that. And, and that, that is, that is in my work as well. So, um, just the uncomplicated way of construction, you know, the way the building is placed in nature, you know, the old people always knew where to put the best, you know, for the climate and for the wind and for the sun. So that is, that is it's more to do with the honesty of the area.
0: Ah. You know, it is
1: difficult today, you know, the, with, the, with the information explosion that we've got. You can end up doing these Google buildings, you know, Pinterest and <laughs> all these things. You yes. know, people come and they paste everything that's beautiful, they paste onto one building. And that's not what it's all about. Exactly,
0: exactly. Clear
1: and... It must
0: stand on its own. Exactly, exactly. You know, uh, Steve Jobs did say that simplicity is the ultimate uh, sophistication. And I think that you're right. I think the more simpler uh, places, the better. So we were talking with some friends of mine about how houses in South Africa uh, are really hot in the summer and very, very cold in the winter. In fact, I I often joke that I have to go outside and defrost like a chicken cutlet because it's so cold inside the house. (laughs) (laughs) I have to to be outside. How do we change that? Why? Why is that? Because when you're overseas, inside it's very insulated. Yes, you're cold outside, but I think maybe it's because they're dealing with uh, extremities in terms of weather. They they've learned how to insulate their properties, and I must say, South Africa has failed. I mean, our houses are not. Yeah, we're
1: behind. Mm. We fall behind, but you know. And the other thing is, you know, with green buildings and, and alternative energy buildings, you know, that's all the rage now. And then you step in this minefield and you get these people that all profess that they know everything and they try to sell you all these systems and expensive stuff. It actually boils down to just simple basic design. You must insulate, insulate, insulate. Mm -hmm. That is, you must insulate your building, your choice of material. You know, it's like a cooler box. If you insulate it well, the heat will stay in or the cold will stay in. Yes. That is the first thing. You must insulate it well. And the other thing is you must harness the sun. We must face our building north that we get the sun in as long as possible and capture the heat. And then obviously in summer you must use the sun angles and all of that to, to keep the sun out the building. But you must still have the insulation to keep the cool inside the building.
0: So, you know, it, not it, it, yes. It's basic.
1: It's basic things. And and we are, you know, we are getting there. We are doing double glazing now and, you know, putting insulation in between the brickwork, you know. I just always think, you oh, know, the people in the shacks, you know, all that the corrugated sheeting and stuff, and there's no insulation, you know, and, and if, if there's somebody that could just get a simple way of put the cladding on it that people can have
0: warmth, you know. Exactly. Exactly. That, yeah. And I yeah. think and I think that does count. I wanna mention I wanna just touch on something that you mentioned just now, the corrugated iron. Now uh for somebody like you who um, has uh one you, you want uh, the uh, Cape Institute of Architecture Award uh, in 2011. And so your design, um, aesthetic and look and feel is, is celebrated and awarded. But you do use a lot of corrugated iron, which in, in this country is considered, is not considered to be, you know, sort of, you know, high end. And, and I'm curious as to how your, your your first relationship started with using corrugated um, yeah. iron and how um, and how you have adapted it throughout the years.
1: Yeah, well I love corrugated iron and um, I use it in actually all my work. So you know, and it's just, it's an honest material and it's rooted in our history. Yes. We, all, we all grew up with corrugated sheeting. You know I grew up in Ermelo, we had corrugated roof, we had stone walls, you know, we had Simple floor finishes, and it's just, it's, it's actually just part of my architectural DNA. I love mm, it. Mm.
0: And I think that it's important what you say about that it's a part of our history. You know, whether you're looking yeah. at the makeshift houses or or shacks, or you're looking at some of the uh, Dutch-inspired houses, you see yes, you see yes. a thread throughout of the use of corrugated iron. So I think you're completely yes. right. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted to touch on what you were talking about, about double glazing in terms of windows. You know, you watch a lot of these uh, design shows, and the windows are getting bigger, larger, double volume. And I often think how practical is that, is, is, is it because of uh, a sense of letting the light in? Do you see that as a trend throughout as we, as we, as we move forward, particularly in South Africa? Because, I mean, you see houses in, uh, Cape Town, particularly sea-facing houses here, Swagopmund in, uh, Namibia, with these very beautiful LA-like Glass windows—is yeah, yeah. that where we're going? You know, in terms of design, well, we are
1: going definitely going to that. You know, obviously, it, it works completely against <laughs> any heat gain or heat you know, <laughs> yes. But with double glazing, you—it's it, it, unbelievable how it works, just to keeping the heat in or the cold in, you know, whatever you want it to do. You no, know, it we we can't go back to the Middle Ages. You know why the windows were small because the people Tiny. used to pay tax on windows. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Is that because why? They used, to pay, yeah, they used to pay tax on the open size. That's
0: why. Oh <laughs> my word. Because I kept thinking, yeah. why were the windows I mean, they're the size of a laptop. I mean you can barely yeah. see yeah. into the house. <laughs> oh, is yeah. that why? Yeah. yeah. That's really, really, really fascinating. When when so when somebody's looking at uh when they come to you and they want to design a house and let's say they've got a beautiful north-facing house what kind of advice do you give them in terms of the 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 type of windows that they want because you know you get bay windows you 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 get um all kinds of different windows and obviously everything differs depending on who you're speaking to but what's the one thing you would advise people to think about when thinking of the type of windows to use in their in their houses
1: well, when you when you start designing a, a space or a house, in my case, you you in a way start from the inside out. Mm. You've got to you've got to acknowledge the property. You've got to acknowledge the views,
0: um. and
1: I, I I'm a stickler for that. You know we we, and that determines the size of everything. You know um. I always say, you know, we we are building these wonderful places with this magnificent views, but you've got to, you've got to capture the view. You know, you you can build a, a house with just glass walls, okay? Then you sit in this spectacular view. Oh, so what? But if you start blanking off a bit and concentrate the view on some spectacular things, you know, then you get that play mm. view, not view. You know, so that that's my advice. So you'll find small windows and big windows, and you get roof windows. That's another another subject. You know, is that capturing the light through the roof. You know, the play, the play that you get with that is unbelievable. And you know, the copier was, was was
0: master in that. That's so true. That, yeah, my my yeah. old house had a, a skylight, and yeah. I'd never had a skylight before, and I realized. So it it was too wonderful things that it did besides the practicality of bringing in light in a sort of a passageway that would have been quite dark it was also quite poetic and romantic when it rained and you know you yeah, see yeah. the rain and you see the moon and you see the light change during yeah, the day yeah. you know i think yeah, things like yeah. that are incredibly um are beautiful um yeah, so well,
1: it's important to create special spaces
0: yeah, exactly. Uh, if you just tuned in, you listened listen to, uh, uh, Living It Up with Me, Lerato Shabalala. On the line, I have, uh, Johan Slayer, who is, uh, a world renowned architect, uh, in South Africa, who has a practice that he's been running since, uh, 1986. We're talking, um, uh, design. We're talking architecture. And in fact, I just want to tell you guys that, uh, we're just talking now about windows and dressing up windows. And remember, we're still talking, about uh, the best in the game, 60 years in the game. Dress up your windows from home to the office with the assurance of 60 years, high quality. Um, with teller blinds and shutters, they bring home the textures, the colors, the fabrics and patterns, which is what uh, myself and Johan were talking about, as well as materials that your space has been waiting for. So, Johan, somebody's choosing blinds in their house. Where, where, from a space point of view and from a style point of view and, um, and a homeliness, where do you start? I mean, the Futilla Blinds, for instance, has 80 uh, fabrics. They have all kinds of shutters and blinds. Um, these days you get blinds that retain heat. You get blinds that are obviously aesthetically beautiful. Where do you start when there's so yeah. many choices?
1: Well, I always say you get, you get curtain people and you get non-curtain people.
0: Yeah. Non-curtain. Yes. I'm a non curtain person <laughs> My, myself.
1: <yeah>. And that, <laughs> then you go to the shutters and the blinds and it's an unbelievable product. You know that um I I've also used shutters uh, all the time that I've been designing because I because first of all I hate um, the 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 trellis and the you know all the the, the security bars and that so, I've developed with other people as well, and with Dylan Blinds, so i have got a fantastic system where you've got the shutters. That's also a security line. So, when you close at night the shutter, you can still open it a little bit for the mm. air, but it's your security line. Mm. But mm. during the day, you know, you know, so that that is an unbelievable element in our society today that you work with. Um, but it's also, you know, a shuttered, a shuttered opening. Of it's beautiful, and the light falling through the blades of the shutter, and um, yeah.
0: I'll tell you why I'm a yeah. n- non-curtain person, okay? So I grew up, and look, my mom my mom is has fantastic style, but, um, uh, you know, she had those voils, those curtains around the house. Yeah, yeah. And those yeah, curtains, yeah. like for me, bring memories of having to take them down, put the hooks, and clean them up. So I always... <laughs> They make me think of chores, Johan. So I always knew that I didn't want to do that at all. That when I have my own house, I want to be able to see outside. I don't want a barrier between me and nature. I don't want that. Uh, As a a person in general, I like being in the bush. I like uh, traveling, yeah. so this it's it's important to me to have a text. What you, what you're saying about the view? If I've bought a house with a fantastic garden or a fantastic view, why do you want to hide it with curtains? So exactly, you <laughs> see, just... it's
1: it's your Dutch, it's your Dutch heritage that's
0: yeah. coming out <laughs> 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 because
1: they don't do have they don't do curtains exactly. You know, if you walk in Amsterdam, they don't do curtains. There's no curtain.
0: <laughs> and my mom, when she arrived yeah. at my place, Johan said, Lerat. So people can see inside. I said, who? I said, look yeah. outside. Who's looking yeah. in here? There's nobody looking. <laughs> yeah. You know, think yeah. This, yeah,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> we have this paranoia and we have a beautiful country. Yeah. And yes. I, I was reading, you were talking about the, the, the differences in light in France and in South Africa. What would yeah. you say yeah. is one of the things that draws you to uh, still live in South Africa, that still makes you very proud to to work with materials and people from this country.
1: It's a loaded question, you know. <laughs>
0: <but> <laughs> I know. I've,
1: I will. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll ever, ever, ever leave this country. That's mm. you know, you know, once you've got the dust in your blood, you can't get rid of yes. it. So, yes. yeah, and um, you know, we, my my father emigrated and his father emigrated here from Holland.
0: From Holland, and he yeah. was.
1: He was always the, the 8 that he said, you know. He's always, you're never, you're never part of the country if you go and live somewhere else unless you're the second generation like me.
0: Yes. So
1: that's one thing. But but I think if you've got Africa in your blood, you know, you mm. can't get rid of it. It's, no.
0: it's, this is
1: a fantastic place. You know, and I just hope that, you know, that it all works out. And I
0: know. always say to people that the universe cause Correct. And the fact is, in as much as you want to live here, I want to live here. And I think that we have seen people around the world. And like, I feel sad for America at the moment because we went through eight years of hell, as you know. So I look at them and I go, oh, I'm so sad for you because I know what it's like to to be in that situation. And I think for the first time, South Africans are like, it doesn't matter what color you are. We want our country to be run well. Okay. Yes, so can you yes, run it well yes. and can we forget about everything <laughs> everything else and I think that we will get there because people like you and me are still here when we could have all gone elsewhere yes, live elsewhere yes. run away but we're still here right we're still here Yeah we're still love it
1: that, that it happened because it's happened to all of us you know we've got this scar that we that we carry with us, mm, exactly. Um, but we just have to step over it. So we must just carry on and make, make, make the best we can. And each one must make the best they can, completely. Know, in small way that you can do, you know.
0: So tell me about your love of painting, because I believe that um, uh, you are an architect. But the the things that feed our souls. Uh, so I'm a writer, you know, I write books, I write for magazines, yeah. uh, but I love being on air. It's the thing that makes me the happiest, yeah. having conversations with the people, yeah. talking to you. That's, that's what I love, you know, so that I can be able one day to say, hey, Johanna, I'm in Cape Town. Let's go to um, Tokara, have a glass of wine, that, that kind of thing. Exactly. What keeps yeah, you inspired? Yeah. Like your love of painting. How, how did that happen? And, and And what just makes you want to wake up in the morning and go, you know what? I love my life.
1: I've always been painting, my grandfather used to paint he lived with us so and um I, I just you know i've always just i've always made things that the the family had to buy when we were small, yeah if it was a little painting <laughs> I'd <it> to <laughs> um to get pocket money but i I love painting it's it's the, and, and it's the the way of applying the the paint on the canvas. I think that is that gives me a kick. I never paint architectural stuff. I don't want to, so I paint landscapes and people and you know still lifes and that mm. type of thing. I, yeah, yeah, capturing a little bit old fashioned, but that's what gives me a.
0: You know, I, I, you know, when I hear you so say old-fashioned, so I have like a Chesterfield in my house. I've got velvet couches. I really like pearls and things that are considered. I think the 1920s were the best era in fashion and style. And I think things that are old-fashioned are things that remain stylish throughout time. You know, I think those are the things.
1: That's so. That's so true. You know. I, think... I always tell the people, it's more you know, eclectic, you know, we've got stuff in our house that's the old couch of Omar that's actually not very nice, you know, or this <laughs> and that. It's just, it's just the way you put it together. It's exactly. part of your history, it's part of you. I always tell people, you know, we're building these wonderful houses for them. Take all your stuff and just go and live there. Just mm-hmm. live it. And yeah. then in time you change this or you bring this in and... You know, you you can't start with without anything. You know, of 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 of, of you know, old and new and all. You know, it's all part of us.
0: It's all a part of it. It's all a part of us. Um, I have three more questions yeah. before I have to let you go, Johan. How does a person figure okay. out what their personal style is? If I want to use your uh, services as Slayer and Co-Architect. How do I begin to tell you what I want? Like right now, I mean I can tell you for myself that I think in about a year I'm, I'll am i probably be ready to do a self-build. I know I don't want minimalistic houses. Um, so yeah. I, I appreciate them. I think they're beautiful but I, I really love the old school feel. But I don't know what yeah. I want. How do I know? As an architect how do you bring me to where I want? How do I figure out what my my personal style is, or my personal yeah. um, outlook is, in terms of uh, uh, the home. Yeah.
1: Well, first of all, when you, you've got to do your homework, you mm. must go and see, look at architects' work, and see which is, is talking to you. Mm. And then you must, meet, then you must meet up with 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 that with that person. And I always say, you know, we if you build a house, you build it with your heart. You don't build it with your with your head. So we've got to be going into a very, very personal experience, you know, designing a house. And you must like that person. You know, mm. you can't design for mean, if you can't stand the guy's guts or whatever. <laughs> so it's a very personal thing.
0: Yeah, because it's but, a long process, right, building a house. It's not it's like a you'll long, be... You know,
1: it takes two, two, three years, you know, and then, it would be, you know, I've got clients in the end of it, they've got... Um, what is, um, on tracking symptoms, you know, when they, when they get uh, withdrawal symptoms. <laughs> oh, yeah, what are we going to do now? It was such a nice experience. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Let's do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, so you were just saying how you need to um design with your heart and not with yeah. your head, right? And I think that's where yeah. we start. Yeah, and you, yeah. Must, you
1: must know what you like. I always tell of people that bring me bring me a list tell me your hates tell me your likes tell me how you live you know we all live differently or do you you know uh, all of that must be woven into into a design mm-hmm. the design is sculpted around you i'm not going to live there you are going to live there and and and, and you it, it must become you later on you know mm-hmm. that um so that's the important
0: part, I think. I think that's such incredible advice. I think a lot of people think, you know, they don't realize how much it matters what you like, and and even if it's your clothes, even if it's items, that's where you start. Anything. You know, yeah. anything yeah. is a yeah. is yeah. an yeah. indicator. What what advice yeah. do you have for somebody who wants to um, get into architecture and design? Like you, I mean, you've been doing it and, and incredibly successfully as well for a long time what are the what is the secret or what are the secrets? How do you how do you make a success of it? Of this career?
1: Well I think, you know, when, when we when I started out studying, it was the time I don't know if you can remember, I don't think you're as old as I am, but uh, <laughs> it was the time I'm when, almost when forty when architect.
0: <laughs> <No>, that's very <weird. laughs>
1: Me too. Me too. <laughs> But Almost. The, the architects were selling ice cream then. Yes, the remember newspapers. they had. So it was a terrible time <laughs> to start. So um, you know, we started at Ground Zero and we worked up. So yeah. every little thing that came our way was fantastic. Yes. But um, you must follow your you must follow your heart. If if space talks to you, you know, then you must do architecture. It's got nothing to do with maths and uh, whatever. and Being autistic, you know, it helps a little bit, you know. But yes. if you experience the built environment and space, mm. and you want to contribute to that, you must you must study architecture.
0: It's amazing how esoteric you a you know, because it you can tell you're an artist because you. The words that you use, you know, your likes, your hates, the heart, the following your heart, the, yeah. Yeah. You, you clearly build houses for, for, for people, not houses to be shot for magazines and, uh, television. You know, you, you want people to enjoy those spaces. So the last question I'm going to ask yes. you is yes. <laughs> what kind of blinds do you have in your house? My
1: office is in an 1750 building that I renovated in Stellenbosch, in oh, Street. Wow. I'm sitting on the roof, on the roof terrace, just outside my office, and I'm looking at the building, and I'm actually looking at Taylor blinds. <laughs> 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 because we've done these studio apartments, mm. and um, I've used the blind, though, you know, as a security thing as well, but I've used the blind that you can open and close. So, I'm
0: actually looking at
1: the blinds as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: yeah. have you chosen different ones yes. depending on which room it is? Or have you got. Yes,
1: and I've, I'm always telling Anthony that um, you've got to do bigger blinds because my windows are taller than, you know, I use tall windows. And he said to me, he's done it now. So that will be fantastic. Oh,
0: good. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice when you can actually do that. You can follow Slayer & Co. on Facebook. It is Slayer S L. E and Co Architects on Instagram is at Slayer and Co underscore Architects and on Twitter it at Slayer and Co. Uh, remember to hashtag Ed Slayer and Co Architects as well as hashtag Taylor Blinds, hashtag Taylor Shutters, Taylor Tips, and Taylor Style. I have been chatting to Johan Slayer from Slayer and Co Architects. Thank you so much for spending time with me. It was wonderful.
1: Thanks, Lerato. It was a great chat.
0: It was great having you, and I'm I'm going to Come hold and you to it. Me in yes, yeah. you see, you preempted <laughs> me. <laughs> I want to see those shutters. I want some a glass of wine and to enjoy those views. And thank you so much for keeping people's homes beautiful and lovely. You are fantastic. Thank you.
1: Thank
0: you. That was such a wonderful chat with Johan, who says he was looking at his, uh, gorgeous. When he was talking about Anthony, he's the owner of the business, so he kind of said to him, Anthony, get bigger blinds, and Anthony has done that. So, as he says, is there any way to dress up your windows the way you do yourself? Of course there is. Johan was saying, it's about your style. It's about choosing what works for you. So no matter which style you want teller blinds and shutters will keep you and your home trendy the season and throughout remember you can't just be trendy for now you have to be trendy for forever uh, shutters guard Aluminum security shutters for maximum security for blinds that make to set the mood. Set the mood. We're here to do set the mood for you. So I can't believe we're already done with our first show. Can you believe it? Living It Up is brought to you by Taylor Blinds and Shutters with 60 years experience, people. Who else do you want to look out for? With 60 years experience helping turn your window and your door treatments into a room's standout features. Taylor Blinds and Shutters ticks every box. Yes, they tick every box. Next week, I'm excited about next week's show. Uh, we are talking bedroom talk. Yes, sexy. Sexy bedroom talk. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's just about making sure that you create the right bedroom space, particularly uh, with letting light in and out. Chiller blinds and shutters ticks every box from flawless, flawless textures, colors, trusted materials, controlled lighting, and high-quality products. Join me next week as we have another wonderful episode of Living It Up With Me, Lerat Shabalala. It has been wonderful. Catch you next week. Bye. Everybody!
1: This is CliffCentral.com